I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So please, keep your hands inside the podcast at all times. Hello. Hello. Ian, I am so sorry. About what? Ian's toilet and I are in a full blown fight. Right. Every time I pee at Ian's house, I, I think I'm holding down the thing too long and it gets confused. It, it, it does require a little, like the flusher handler thingy does require a little extra like time and attention. I don't. But too much and I think it freaks out. May, maybe. Because I'm a holder downer. You know sure. what I mean? Because when you're at, <laughs> when you're at public restrooms and you don't hold down or rather I like to pull up the handle mm-hmm. on the public toilets. If you don't hold it in some position for some certain amount of time, it will not go. That's true. And I think I'm just used to like domestic toilets in New York City being that way. Yes. Yes. I have one of these fancy toilets that has um, that has a button for just pee and then a button for um, poop. Really? Yes. Energy wow. saving toilets. That is, that is wonderful. Oh, I am so glad you approve of my toilet. Of course. But honestly, y'all, I can, I am not even fucking with you. The last couple of years, every time I've used Ian's bathroom, I've had to plunge the toilet. It's only been twice, hasn't it? I mean, I didn't tell you about a few. It's not every time, okay. but it's a lot of times. All right. You know, because you get embarrassed. You don't want to fuck up your friend's That's toilet. Fair. No, I get that. Like, you're not the only one, though. I've had friends mm. come over and be like, whoever didn't flush before me, I think, is the reason for this. Mm. Like, And I'm like, uh-oh, that's definitely yes. me. I'm uh. the only one who Ian's toilet hates for life. No, I, you're, you're not the only one. You're in, like, an elite club, though. I'm not the yeah. So, I am super glad that we figured that out. Right. Also, Ian had to remind me. <laughs> Ian had to remind me to wash my hands again because I used the plunger, <laughs> which I like 100% I, I know, I know for a fact that if we came out here and Ian hadn't said anything, he would think about it the entire The time. entire show. I'm so sorry. It literally, like, uh, does it, I, it would occur to, to the me. Point I don't know why To it the point it. where I'd be like, I'm sorry to bring this up, like, in the middle of everything, but, like, do you need to wash your hands? Yeah, can you go fucking you wash your hands, Claire? Like, You're a monster. Oh, man. <laughs> there have been a couple times where I've been like, I don't know if I've washed my hands. That is a weird feeling, isn't it? Yeah. It? Yeah. Um, and for me, a lot of the times it's, did I put on deodorant yes, today? Yes, deodorant. But if we're talking like things I'm constantly forgetting, I can never remember if I brushed my teeth. Mm. I got to the point a couple years ago where I started carrying around a toothbrush and toothpaste so I could brush my teeth as soon as I remembered that I didn't brush my teeth. That's smart though, because that's something that I don't get as self-conscious about like immediately, mm-hmm. but like that will come to mind. Yes, it's constantly a problem for me to remember that shit. I went an entire day, had like a couple meetings and lunches in when I was in LA and realized when I got back to my friend's place where I was staying that I had not applied deodorant. The entire day. The entire day. No, but here's the thing. If the secret commercials have taught me anything, it's that the stress sweat smells and the non-stress sweat doesn't. Right. And so I think if you're just keeping your chill, you may sweat, but it's not going to be the stinky kind. You know, right. Like, I was pretty chill. Like yeah. when you work out, it doesn't smell. Right. I don't know. I have a terrible sense of smell, so I'm the last person to like be a judge. When I'm in the act of working out, my sweat doesn't smell. Okay. It's when you sit in it afterward and then you wait to take a shower that it gets really gross. Mm. Yeah, when people are like, don't hug that's me, it. I'm gross. That's it, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's the good stuff. 
<laughs> That's some. Mm. Now, on a completely different note, Ian, I am absolutely falling apart. Why? I. It's so insane. Ian is basically taking care of me, right? He lets me use his bathroom. He gives me drugs. I. It's. <laughs> we could have left it there and have been like, okay, sure. Yeah, no. He Ian had to give me painkillers this morning because I forgot to take them at my house because I re-sprained my knee. Oh, no. My knee is actively sprained. Oh, no. That just happened to me with my ankle. I had re-sprained or strained. Either way, my ankle hurt. Yes. That is painful. That's and it so always, painful. I sprained my knee this past summer, and every time I even remotely move it in a weird direction, it comes back. It's going to be a problem my entire fucking life. Uh, is tell. that the one that you had surgery? Did you have surgery on your knee? Yes. Okay. It was the one I had the staples put on right. when I cut open my knee. And that's the one that hurts. That's the one that hurts, but it's not like that surgery was definitely cosmetic. Oof. Yeah, because nothing got fucked up internally, right. which was a miracle. Right. I don't know if you guys know that story, but in February 2015, I fell on broken glass. Right. There's some reason I don't drink anymore. Oof. <laughs> Oof-de-dooped. Um, so that... I'm on my period, which y'all, we don't talk a lot about lady parts on the show, but I will say that it's a lot worse now than it was before. I don't know what's going on, but my body's mad at me. And on top of that, I had to drink, the reason I had to pee at Ian's house is because I had to drink an entire tumbler of emergency because Mm. I woke up this morning and felt the throat tickle. Oh no. I felt the tickle to throat. I'm feeling that too. I'm feeling that too. Tickle to throat. I think it's because (gasps) it is... All of a sudden, 70 degrees in New York after a solid two weeks of being like yes. 40 to 50. Yes, and I prefer the cold. I prefer it. I don't know why people are excited that the weather is on the up and up because everybody's angry when it's hot in New York. At this point, like, it's it's literally November 2nd as we're recording this. I don't need my weather to be at 70 anymore. Yeah, I really I'm don't. past it. I have moved on. I, I don't know why you keep on coming back and like... Getting all up in my DMs, call hot weather. Yes, call hot weather. Call hot weather. Once on New Year's Day, this is how fucked up New York is. I was moving on New Year's Day and it was 60 degrees. Right. I didn't even need a jacket. Last Wasn't last year's Christmas 70? I or was 75? I wasn't here, but I think it was hot. It was 75 degrees on Christmas. Yeah, 100%. I am very frustrated. I feel like I'm falling apart. I don't really know what to do. Do you have to work today? Yeah. All right. So you work. Yeah. Spend some time with the kiddos. Yeah. With the kiddos. And then I think just maybe try to get some sleep. Like, like yeah, put elevate, on like. Elevate, eyes, rest. Yeah. Put on, put on like an episode of your favorite TV show. Like just like, tr- like self care, treat yourself to the couch and to like some like essential oils mm. or popcorn. Yeah. And then like try to just like, and you don't work tomorrow, correct? No, but I have a charity thing to okay. go to. I ha- I- well, at what time? At night. Okay. I have our friend Brittany's birthday and then yes. charity at night. Yes. Yeah, so it's going to be it's gonna be a bit of an involved day, but you're right. I can rest you a little bit. You can rest bit. today. You can rest, rest today. today. Yes. You can rest today, honey. Exactly. How about you rest today? How about you rest today? How about you rest today? I will try. My day is so busy, though. Yeah. We are recording early today. Early. Because then I have to book it out of here to go to an audition and then to work. And then maybe I can sleep. Yes. Well, on that note, we got to get going. We got to get going. Here we go. The thing that happened this week. Cue Cue the the music. music. 
Claire Manship, what happened to you this week? Well, in the spirit of falling the fuck apart, I took a mammogram. How did it go? I don't have cancer. Everything hurts. Weird. Yes, very weird. That's... Although, to be fair, breast cancer normally is painless. Oh, okay. Most people can't feel that they have it. Right. Yes, so maybe it's a sign that everything hurts, that they're just cysts. They hurt their cysts. So here's the thing. When you take a mammogram, what they do is the machine has like two pallets that squeeze your boob together to take the picture. And then the machine can turn all the way to its side, 90 degrees, and then squeeze your boob to take the picture. Now, if they don't get the picture the first time, they have to put on a very special magnifying palette. (laughs) And what does it do? And it squeezes your boob, but in a smaller <laughs> spot, like you're being pinched. Oh, no. Pinched? No. Did you have to go through that this time? It was horrible. Oh, no. I took 10 to 15 photos, top and side, and then the doc. So here's the thing. Lenox Hill is a fantastic facility. Everybody there has been so lovely to me. They helped me through a really horrible time in the hospital a couple months ago with these breast-like growths. I, I really respect them. But this particular doctor did not have a fantastic bedside manner. Bummer. Yes. So the radiologist is taking the photos, right? And then she goes, okay, I'm going to show these photos to the doc. And then we're going to see if we need to take a few more to see anything that's not clear. I said, okay, great. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then... The radiologist comes back in a scurry, right? She's like, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Hey, we need to take more photos. And I was like, uh, okay, all right. So then we take a few more photos with this magnifier on both the right and the left side. On the left, there's two sections that they're concerned about. And on the right, there's three sections they're concerned about. And I'm like, all right, radiologist, Jesus Christ. So we take the photos, right? The magnifier hurts so bad. Like, Top to bottom, the machine wasn't that bad. Oh, no, no. Top to bottom, the machine was bad. Side to side, it wasn't that bad. Okay. But top to bottom, I have, I'm showing Ian, but I have one growth right here on top. Oh, wow. So every time they're pressing down, it's like, ah, like literally screaming Bloody Mary. It hurt so fucking bad. Oh, God. I had heard it hurt bad, but I think mine was extra worse because I have these growths that are like pressure points, basically. Oh, bummer. Well, I'm sure when I'm an older woman, this will be routine and it won't be something that I like that hurts this bad. But anyway, so then she takes the magnified photos, right? She goes back to the doctor. There's a very long wait. And then the radiologist comes back and she's like, okay, there's one section the doctor wants to look at even further. So we're going to take a picture on your right boob, like up to, she didn't say boob. I said boob. (laughs) I wish they did though. Yeah. Can you imagine if they were like, your boob is sick. Right. (laughs) So then... They take one more photo from the right, and the side to side wasn't hurting that bad, but the magnifier like pushed so far into the point where my oh, boob was no. like the shape of a C, where the thing was like pressed that far in. Oof! It was, it oh, it was such a nightmare, Ian. It was such a nightmare. Oh God, I'm so, so sorry. It's okay, but here's the bad part, right? So then there, that <laughs> wasn't the bad part. <laughs> so then they take the picture, right? And there's this really long wait. The radiologist comes back and says. So, Miss Manship, the doctor needs to speak with you personally and explain what the photos say. 
And I was like, okay, like, are these photos regularly routine? And she goes, yes, sometimes we need to take more. Like, that's not irregular. She was like, but I think it's very important that the doctor comes and talks to you herself. And I was like, okay. And she was like, so if you can wait around for just a little while, that would be very important. I was like, fuck, there's something wrong with me. There's, they found cancer. I'm going to die, basically. Right. Because they that's were immediately ma- what it goes to. They were making it so fucking dramatic. So then the doc comes in, right? I've never seen this woman before in my life. She's gorge, right? But mm-hmm. I can tell she's a doctor because she's wearing a dress. <laughs> and she <laughs> yep. She comes around the corner and she goes, hi, and waves her fingers like spaghetti. You know that spaghetti finger yeah. wave? She's like, hi. I was like, hello. And she goes, so there's nothing. I said, good talk. I said, wait, what? And she said, there's nothing. I didn't see anything. I said, okay, well, I have very, like, a very distinct lump where this growth was, where it was biopsied. And she's like, mm, okay, okay, let me double check. I'm like, you didn't already, okay. So then she goes, she's away for a long time again, like 10 minutes. She comes back. She's like, yeah, there's nothing there. I double checked, there's nothing. I was like, okay, first okay. off, what is your name? You never introduced right. yourself, bitch. And then, not bitch, that was rude. That was, not, I got a that, little bit I, th- I do think it did fit the sitch, though. The sitch. The bitch fit the sitch. Yes. So, <laughs> that's funny. So then she, like, puts on a glove and is, like, feeling around where this lump is. And she was like, is it getting smaller? She's like, yeah, I can feel it, but it doesn't feel very hard. I was like, it was so hard after the biopsy. And she was like, uh, after the biopsy in that one spot. And she was like, she was like, oh, it was just a hematoma. You just had some blood there. It's gonna, it's, it'll be fine. It's going away. I was like, okay, but to my understanding, the mammogram should be able to tell you there was one there. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's probably gone. That's why I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. It's like, no, but like, I can feel a lump. Yeah, I can feel it. So I, I think she's right. I think it's scar tissue. And the reason she can't see anything is because scar tissue on a mammogram looks like it would tissue. blend in, yeah. Yeah, it's, it doesn't blend in, but it does. It isn't something of concern. Right. It looks like scar tissue from the biopsy point, and all the biopsies have scar tissue because, you know, I got punched with a, a coring needle. Right. So the end of the story, basically, is I'm walking out, right, and one of the other radiologists is in the hall. I said, excuse me, can you remind me that doctor's name? She says, oh, that's Dr. So-and-so. And I said okay she didn't introduce herself and she goes oh oh have you seen her before I was like no I've never seen this woman before but she is the practice partner to my breast surgeon Mm. so the reason I think she didn't introduce herself was because she she already knew my case okay I've just never met her god I gotta get it so anyway it was very stressful oh god I'm so sorry officially don't have cancer. Yay. Good Yay. news. So now I got to take all these consultations with a fertility doctor and a plastic surgeon and all these other things. I got to explore my preventative options because the cancer is basically certain. We just don't know when. Right. And I'm pretty much ready to be donezo with these appointments. I am donezo. Mm-hmm. My car is donezo. Do you remember that? No. From Laguna Beach? Oh, I never watched Laguna Beach. Ian! I had a cousin that watched Laguna Beach. I was never into it. Oh, Ian, we have to watch it for just I, that one scene. This girl, okay. Kristen Cavallari, is so fucking annoying. She's right. such a big... I know her. Yeah, so Kristen is in the car with her friends, and they're on their way somewhere, and she drives a truck, and the truck starts, like, 
smoking out the front. And instead of like panicking, she literally goes, oh, my car is donezo. <laughs> that does sound like a lot. Yeah, she's a lot. She's extra. Steven! I, uh, Steven! I think, I think it was that show that Mad TV once parodied, but like the whole joke was just like this one girl going, Jessica! 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 Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the joke. That's all I know about like Laguna Beach. Yeah, that's Kristen Cavallari. She used to right. say, Jessica! 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 Is she the one that's like a designer now? So she is a designer. Also, Lauren Conrad is a designer. Maybe El- that's what I'm thinking of. They're basically all designers now. Okay. But Kristen Cavallari has a new uh, a new show on E Network, which I 100% will watch because... What is it? Uh, it's something Cavallari. Being Cavallari? Cavallari something something. But anyway, that's her uh, her new show with her husband. Okay. Um, yeah. So, thus endeth. The, the first, first tangent. tangent. And uh, thus endeth my thing that happened this week. All right. Well, I'm happy to hear the good news. Thank despite you. Despite all that torture. Ringing out across the land. Mm-hmm. Good news. No cancer. Yes. Yes. Okay. Your turn. Cue the music. Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? So we're recording this on November 2nd, which means Halloween was two days ago. Yes. And my plan was to go as Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers, who is like the oldest daughter who was voiced by a dude. Is she the one that wears bunny ears? No, that's Louise, who's voiced by Kristen Shaw. Okay. Um, Tina's voiced by Dan Mintz, and like, she's like in... uh, She's a teenager who's like discovering her sexuality, but she kind of sounds like this... Will you explain Bob's Burgers? Bob's Burgers is a cartoon on Fox about a family that runs a burger restaurant. And, like, the different hijinks and weird situations that their family gets into. Okay. So, they like, it's Bob and, uh, Bob and Linda are the adults, and then they have three kids, Tina, Jean, and Louise. 100% Bob and Linda are married. Right. Bob and Linda. Those right. are the names that go together. And, like, and I... Have, and like my friends and I have been obsessed with the show for years, and finally this was my year to be Tina. Yeah. So I ordered from Amazon Prime a couple weeks ago, maybe less than a couple weeks ago, within the past like ten days. I ordered like the pieces of the costume that I didn't have, which was um, like a wig, um, a, a shirt, and a skirt. And so you primed it. I primed it. So it should have been here in two days. It was there. It was supposed to have been there in two days. Okay. Now, I was at work, and I open up my phone, I get an email that says, hey, we're sorry we missed you. Uh, click here to reschedule your uh, delivery. Okay. It's like, fuck, okay, I guess I'm doing that. Right. So I rescheduled the delivery, and this is, this is now this week, the thing that happened this week. Yeah. I reschedule my delivery, and I forget who I was talking to. Oh, it was the day that I picked up the tickets from you to see... Um, uh, Mike Birbiglia is the new one. Yes, yes. And so I, I, w- I told you, like, I ha- it has to be, like, after, like, 3 o'clock-ish. Like, I, I'm waiting on a delivery. Okay. And the delivery did not get there. Oh, And I was, like, I, I was like, it's my day off. I'm not waiting around to, like, I'm not waiting around for this delivery that, like, I, has been confirmed to me, but I have no, like, receipts. No, like, there's nothing that says it's been confirmed. Right. Like, in an email or anything. This might be a good opportunity to explain to people who don't live in New York that when you live in apartment buildings that don't have a doorman, it's very risky to not get packages at the right time. Right. They either walk away with them and then the re-delivery scheduling like Ian has mm-hmm. found is very difficult. 
Or they leave it in your lobby and there's a very good chance that someone else will take it. Right. And Which, like, we have good buildings, but right. in the past, I have definitely been duped yeah. that way. Like, luckily, like, we have, like, they have left plenty of stuff in the lobby, like, every, like, we just all have this sort of, like, integral trust system, I guess. Yeah. Um, I've never had an issue with it before, but I guess they just couldn't get into the building. Um, we had a, at one of my old buildings, we had such an issue with it that the super had to post signs all over the lobby and put up new security cameras pointed just at the mail lockers. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, it was crazy. And so what happened was, I I go out, I meet you, and I don't know, I'm, you, you might remember Clara asked you, where do you find just a plain blue skirt? Yes. That was, so what I had to do was pick out new pieces of oh, this costume. See, I, it's so funny. Ian asked me, where do I find a plain blue skirt? And I sent him over to Goodwill. And I found one there. Yes, high five. To the Goodwill. To the Goodwill. But I, it didn't even phase me that it was for Halloween. I literally just, Ian wants a skirt. It didn't even, <laughs> it did, like, didn't even. I can't, Ian needs a skirt for some reason. This is how woke we are now. I literally, Ian wants a skirt and I'm like, yeah, it's over there. Right. I don't care why you need it. Like, right. It didn't so, even cross my mind. <laughs> like, yeah. So I go over to Goodwill. I pick up like a, like literally the first thing I pick up was fine. It would have worked just fine. And then I go across the street to Ricky's, uh-huh. which both of these places are packed they are tiny and of they are course. packed because all the amda kids live in the neighborhood and they're all like looking at possible halloween costumes yes and so like i find the pieces that would suffice for this secondary tina belcher costume i spent maybe like 20 dollars on the pieces altogether, so that's cool and i'm like cool this is fine like i may or may not have a costume party tonight this will work I go home, the package is waiting in front of my mail locker. Yes! So I now have two Tina Belcher costumes <laughs> at my disposal. And I, I packed one for like the party that I was going to that night and ended up not being a costume party. That's fine. And then I went... Wait, 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 wait. You went to a party the week of Halloween and it, it wasn't... It wasn't a costume party. All right, hold on. We got to dig that out. Who what the fuck was hosting? Um, So it, Lauren Kennedy, friend of the show. Hi, Lauren! Kennedy um I thought it was she had told me it was in the past so and then another person was like I don't think it is I think it's just a game night and so it ended up just being a game night for her birthday um on the night of her birthday okay Um, birthday last year it was a costume party that's why I assumed it would be a costume party again so I just like I like I just tucked it in my bag brought it with me um, it would be amazing if you full L Woods did and showed up in full, full costume Tina and, Belcher drag. and had no other option but to wear right, drag. Right, exactly. Uh, oh, that would have been so funny. What's um, up, Doc? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then as Tina Belcher would have just been responded, <laughs> And so then I had made plans to go to another Halloween party on Halloween. And then that ended up falling through, too. So Aww. now I own two Tina Belcher costumes with nothing to do with them with. You know what you can do? Tell me. The one from Amazon that's like a fish a fish uh-huh. and like all the good parts or whatever, you can sell that online. Right. For somebody who needs to cosplay some shit. Right. I think I might keep that. Like, I might just keep that for next year because like, and this is going to like, no, no judgment. The skirt fits me really well. Great. Like, and the shirt fits me really well, and the wig looks good on me. Like, I and can turn that skirt into shorts for you. Cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'm just going to save it for next year. But, like, all of this, like, rigmarole, just to, like, not 
do anything for Halloween, which is kind of disappointing because the Halloween parade is my favorite event. Damn, I all wish year. I would have known you were doing anything. I went to the movies by myself. Oh, bummer. It's okay though. It was great. What'd you see? Oh, well, I'll tell you in the quiz. Okay. All right. Ian, I am very glad that you now have two costumes with absolutely no use. Right. I was texting a friend who um, I was going to bring to this second Halloween party that didn't happen. I was like, bring a costume or I have a second Tina Belcher costume if you need it. And I am fascinated by the way you say Halloween. Halloween? Halloween, yeah. Right. So it's just a New Englander thing. That you all say Halloween, like all hollows. Yes. Yeah, like that's a hollow tree over there. Right, right, right. (laughs) Yes. Is that a homophone or a homonym? Not homonym. Homophone? No, a homophone and a homonym are exactly the same thing. Okay. Homophone is the word that little teachers tell little children, children of little teachers. Right. Tell them because they can't say homonym. Okay. Yeah, homonym is... Got it. Yeah. Um... And no, I don't think so, because homonym requires the two words to have two different meanings. I, I just meant the hollow part. Oh, yeah, but it's pronounced Halloween, all Hallows Eve. N- not, not in these parts. Well, in, in my parts, they ours. <laughs> all right, ready? All right. Here we go. Quiz time! Ooh, that had some nice little, like, trilly vibrato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? I'm kind of obsessed with the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Ooh. I watched the whole thing in two days, and it was just so good. Well, you're already a Riverdale stan. Uh, not, not, not anymore. Like, not anymore? I, I've kind of fallen off that bandwagon. It has gotten so ridiculous. Like, it, But that's when it gets good. I, I hope so. Like, I just That's have, what happened with Gossip Girl. Yeah? Yeah. All right, when well. When it gets really bad, it gets really well, good. Well, hopefully that's the case. But I did thoroughly enjoy... Uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and like, like it has a, it's a little reminiscent of like Melissa Joan Hart, and like that our generation, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, there's a little bit of like that truth in there. Like, it's great. I highly recommend. But this one seems a lot uh, darker oh, and it stormier. Is, it is a thousand percent darker and stormier. Because our Melissa Joan Hart, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, was very much like, oh my goodness, what are we gonna do today? It I'm not gonna be ready for school and very. Time. Snap, I'm ready. It was very classic, like, 90s sitcom, and this is very much, like, nowadays dark, like, chilling, like, like, almost like the new version of film noir. Isn't there, like, a seance? There's, there are many seances. Many a seance. Seance. Yes, there are seance. 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 But, like, but it is still so good. Like, it, like, the way that they... This is the kind of reboot I can get behind, where, like, they just kind of take a whole new angle on it. They don't try to recreate the wheel. They just, like, completely redo it in its own light, and it worked. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Three fingers up, please. Ooh. Never have I ever worked on a green screen. Down. Oh, I almost put my finger down. Never have I ever... Oh, wait. You have to do it. Wait. Do I do it? Are we doing it? You, you you try to get... You get me out yeah, first. Yeah, oh, I forgot how we when do When we it. have guests, it's like the roundabout. I'm very confused. I'm very confused. It's early, guys. Never have I ever graffitied anything. No. Never have I ever written my initials in wet cement. 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 Cement? No. Cement. No, you no, haven't? No, I haven't. Never have I ever carved anything into a tree. Down. Never have I ever... 
fallen off a ladder? Have we done that one before? We haven't, but I'm, I think I have. Fallen off a ladder? Like, not, like, in a dangerous way, but I think I've, like, I've, I've honestly, I've just climbed so many ladders in my life that, I, like, I want to say I've, like, at least, like, stumbled off of one. I've fallen off some stairs before. Oh, yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. Question number three. What are you mm-hmm. watching slash listening to this week? Ooh, so I'm watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine again. I, like, I just, I just love it. Watch Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, um kind of back on like my daily show kick um lots of office reruns and then i'm listening to a little bit of everything i've been just putting my iphone on shuffle lately and just letting it kind of run and like like revisiting all of these artists like between saint paul and the broken bones and lizzo and kendrick and uh joni mitchell and jason mraz and like the bob's burgers like soundtrack like there's (laughs) it's just a whole like mix of all this fun stuff yeah, like that's just what I'm chilling out with nowadays. Perfect. Yes. Question number four: Who was the last person you texted that wasn't me? No cheating. Oh, it was um Chris Barlow and Nick Brigadier. Hi, Chris Barlow and Nick yes, Brigadier. Because last night was um Chris Barlow's uh, Chris tries to review wine live. Yeah. Which was a success, and then um we were just passing around some photos that we all took um at the event, and it was great. Amazing. Yeah. Come back on the show, Chris Barlow. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've invited him. Oh, good. It's in the works. It's in the works. Okay, and question number five, who would you like to wish well this week? Uh, Brittany Perry, because she is a good friend and a good, like, follower of the show, and it's her birthday this weekend, so. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. We love you. Yay. We can't wait to celebrate you. Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, but by this time, it will be a week in the past. Exactly. In the past. In the past. In the past. It will be behind us. All right. Yes. Your turn for the quiz? My turn for the quiz. So, Claire. Yeah. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with a podcast called Heavyweight. Mm. Heavyweight is produced by Jonathan Goldstein over at Gimlet Media. He is also the host. And the concept of the show, it was recommended to me by Linda Holmes on Pop Culture Happy Hour. And the concept of the show is... Every episode, Jonathan helps a person to settle something from their past. Mm. And it is fascinating. Yeah. I've listened to episodes where someone remembers breaking a bone, but their whole family insists it never happened. Crazy. I've listened to an episode where a girl was kicked out of her sorority and have no idea why. Oof. I've listened to an episode where someone claimed that a very now famous person uh, won't return their CDs from when they were kids. I've listened to one where someone got in touch with their ex just to catch up. And it's called Heavyweight? It's called Heavyweight. That's That sounds fascinating. Not to be mistaken with the Ben Stiller movie, Heavyweight, which is also fantastic. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah. 11 out of 10 would recommend. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. But Heavyweight is so fantastic. If you want to listen to it, it is uh, available on Gimlet Media wherever you get podcasts. I love it so much. Great. All right. Three fingers. Yes. Up. Never have I ever driven a blue car. Down. I thought of I thought of that because I drove a red car last week and mm-hmm. yeah. Um, My first car was a blue beater of a 1991 ooh. Mazda Protege stick shift, ah. and it was fantastic. Um, it was one of those ones where when you close the door, the seatbelt goes ooh. up and over the door. Nice. Yeah. Never have I ever been to a petting zoo. Down. Love uh, them. Great. They're amazing. Um, I milked a goat once. Ooh. Fun. Never have I ever had brisket. Down. It's delicious. I believe it. Ian, we gotta go get you some brisket. I'm a vegetarian. We could do it with jackfruit. 
I, I would make, I would do that. I, I will make that. you jackfruit brisket. Okay. Yes. And what are you watching and listening to this week? So beside heavyweight, I'm also catching up on all my NPR shows. Great. I have been uh, listening to. Okay, I know it's past Halloween, but I was listening to some spooky music that I discovered on the Paddington 2 soundtrack. Nice. Yeah, incredible. It's called The Book is Stolen. Nice. And it is an incredible spooky, spooky anthem that I'm obsessed with. Um, I also have been watching, I saw, um, uh, I saw a couple movies this week. Yes. I saw the new Halloween reboot. Okay. Decent, not great, and a lot bloodier than the first one. It also takes for granted that you will only accept the original Halloween as the only story we've seen. Sure. Because Jamie Lee Curtis dies in one of the later movies. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, in number five, I think. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, I saw Star is Born on Halloween. How was it? It was pretty good. It's got beautiful music. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga <laughs> is... Uh, a revelation and if hmm. she doesn't win an oscar i will be very surprised really i okay. think bradley cooper will win for directing oh he directed it too yes cool it's very well made i had mixed feelings about it because some of the subject matter mm-hmm. but i it was very real that's what All i'll right. say cool it was very fucking real um, and I also have been watching all of my regular shows for the fall TV. Mm. I've been watching Manifest, New Amsterdam, Single Parents, Superstore, right. I Feel Bad. I'm, I'm watching them all. I need to catch up. I'm watching them all. Great. Yes. So who was the last person you texted? No cheating. Mm, I think it was my bosses. Okay. Last night. I didn't text anyone this morning. I know that. I don't that. think I have either. Yeah, so I texted my bosses last night uh, about work-related things. Cool. Yes. And finally, yes. who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well actress and genius Judy Greer. Oh my God, my queen. Yeah, she is a full-on queen, right? Oh, I love her. Judy Greer is fantastic. She uh, plays Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter in Halloween. She is everywhere. Yeah, she's everywhere. She's in everything. Her book is called I Don't Know What You Know Me From, which really gets me. Like, that's the kind of career I want is where it's like, she just never stops working. Yeah. But it like, but she's not like a Lady Gaga kind of celebrity. Exactly. Like, I love her. I'll loan you that book. It's fantastic. Please. Yeah. I'm midway through Harry Potter 4, but absolutely. (laughs) Well, you've already read that, so read something new. I haven't read it in... 15 years? Around 15 years. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that was a wonderful quiz, my friend. Yes. And now on to the plugs. The plugs. Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? You can find me at iBroski on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. The show is at thisweeksthing.com, thisweeksthing at gmail.com, at thisweeksthing, hashtag thisweeksthing. Make sure to like, comment, rate, subscribe on all of your major uh, podcasting networks. Yes. Aside from Aside from Spotify, we're working on it. We're working, we're on, working it. on it. Spotify doesn't really talk to SoundCloud, and that's where we post. So, right. yeah, listen right now on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, Google, Google Play, Play, SoundCloud. Right. There we go. Listen to all or tune in to all Dapper Devil Productions. Please. They are our parent production company. Yes. yes. And they're a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun and we love our coworkers. Yay. 
So, all that being said, we will see you next time. See you next time. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And, and that, that was the thing, thing that happened, happened this week. week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Miss you. <laughs>